Hello and welcome to another episode of American Presses Chatting with Abby. Today I have a special guest, Matt from Arizona. How are you doing, Matt? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, for those who might not recognize you immediately, can you tell us what your Twitter handle is? Yeah, uh, it's the real AZ Matt. Awesome. So Matt's on today to talk about kind of the recent spate of incidents at food processing food-related plants across the United States. Can you tell us how many you have found in your research, Matt? So just in my limited research, I've noticed over a dozen last year in 2021 and up to about 10 currently uh, for 2022. Wow. So 22 total. And what, what kind of incidents are these? Um, they kind of vary, uh, mostly fire incidents, a uh, couple explosions within the plants, and one even uh, a plane crashing into the building in Idaho. Wow. Okay. Well, would you kind of talk us through the list a little bit? Yeah, certainly. Um, so in January, there was um, in San Francisco, food processing plant uh, fire broke out and caused smoke damage. Uh, in January, again, Washington Potato Company in Warden, Washington, uh, broke out into a fire. Also in January, uh, Cargill Neutrina Feed Mill in Louisiana uh, actually had an explosion. Now, I will note on that Neutrina Feed Mill, uh, they primarily process food for uh, livestock. Okay. I think it's related. Um, yeah. To, to what we're discussing here, because where do we get our food but from livestock? Yeah. Um, in February, uh, Mostyn Meat Processing Plant in Wisconsin broke out into a fire. Also in February, Bonanza Meat Company in El Paso, tax, Texas, uh, an explosion. In March, something that personally impacts me, the Hot Pockets plant in Arkansas oh broke out into a fire. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, also in March, here locally in Arizona, Maricopa County Food Bank. Again, not a specific food processing plant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of just a, it's a food bank, so redistribution of food that's already out there, but it directly impacts the indigenous uh, uh, families. Right. Um, and then also in March, San Juan Food Processing warehouse Mm -hmm. Uh, there was also a fire and then april uh, east conway beef and pork plant or a food processing plant in new hampshire fire broke out and lastly the uh, gem state food processing plant uh, in april in idaho Uh, that's where the plane crashed into a building and in any of these incidents are you aware if there's foul play suspected officially? Um, not that I'm aware of, but in most of the cases, not all of them, uh, it all happened after hours. So mm. speculation, of course. Um, and I believe the one in El Paso, Texas, actually included uh, seven people injured uh, wow. during the day. Wow. And this is just this is just kind of fiery 
accidents, this doesn't even include things like the FDA recall on baby formula that led to the baby formula shortage or avian flu that's been sweeping through and uh, resulting in purposeful burning of thousands and thousands of chickens, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So that baby formula shortage directly impacts me. I've got a, a four-month baby at home that uh, that we're suffering. Thankfully, I've kind of, uh, since before she was uh, born, I, I knew that we were going to have uh, have some needs for formula. So I had stocked up just because prices are rising. Uh, yeah. Kind of ease the weekly burden from paycheck to paycheck on it. Yeah. There's a lot of, I've seen a lot of conservatives out there saying, like, just breastfeed, just that, that this shouldn't be a problem, just, just breastfeed. Uh, what do you say to that? Uh, I say that is not possible to do in every situation. Uh, there's actually a local uh, person here um, that I've actually seen a lot of people come out and say that, like, hey, I'll, I'll take uh, supplements in order to produce breastfeeding or uh, lactation uh, wow. to donate to other people. Um, wow. I've actually seen that a couple times. Um, one predominant person here in, in Arizona actually is running for a school board president of a large uh, school district here. That's incredible. That's I didn't know you could... I knew that you could feed another baby if you were already if you just had one and, and you were already producing milk but I didn't realize you could take something to induce that I that's beyond the scope of what I know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fascinating though um, so yeah we so we have all of these things at food plants and then we have the avian flu we've got baby formula issues which was a bacterial issue right yeah the i believe it's dearborn michigan okay. plant uh, the largest plant uh, for abbott facilities uh, and they produce uh, similac and that's Got particularly it. the one that i i had and and when we had to switch during the recall it was literally a recall of every line of formula that they have made on a certain date so we ended up having to switch and that made for pretty pretty rough three weeks of switching uh, an infant or a newborn uh, formula Oof. and then thankfully the supplies started coming back in and and we we're able to get back into Similac because the Enfamil just did not work for our daughter wow So we've got all of that, and then we've got seems like every every month a uh, major news platform feels the need to write an article about how we all need to eat bugs. <laughs> uh, it just seems suspicious to me. So not only that, but uh, I think that Bill Gates uh, just created like a, um, a synthetic. Um, breast milk like synthetic milk well that's convenient yeah 
I, uh, I'm, I'm not one to, I'm not one to eat bugs. No, I mean it's it's a little bit biblical. Like, it's it's not entirely out of the realm. I I I would try. I would try bugs. I've actually um, had a chocolate covered <laughs> cricket once. Oh boy. Um, it it chews exactly how you would think it would chew. Ooh. Ooh. I, I think I would prefer uh, last year Virginia, some Virginia restaurants started serving cicadas because we had a big cicada year. I could see yeah. I could see something like that. A bigger bug, a, a grasshopper or a cicada or something like that. Uh, I don't know, though. Unless the government wants to offer that same bet to eat a 20 20- $20 per cricket that I ate when I was younger. <laughs> I'm, I'm good on the bugs. Fair I had enough. my experience. Alright, here's the question. If if the choice was to be vegetarian because there was no meat left in the world or eat bugs, what would you do? Does, does the ver- vegetarian option come with vitamins? Because every vegetarian that I've ever seen looks pretty sickly. Yeah, I I I hear there's a way to do it right with with beans and making the complete proteins by eating the right combinations of things. But yeah, a lot of vegetarians I see are do seem to be I, not quite nourished. I think that it takes a lot of work and I would rather I don't know. I, I think that I'd probably end up having to go vegetarian, but man. I can't imagine my life without a steak. Yeah, no, that's that's rough. I was just talking to my local butcher right when the avian flu started, and it was the first real conversation I'd had with him. Uh, And it's kind of funny how conservatives are a little bit scared at first to to admit to being conservative, but then as you talk to them, if they they know that it's a safe, safe conversation... Uh, and so it, it became clear that he was he was quite conservative, and he started getting more and more into the details of not only are our costs rising just for the packaging of the meat, like prices are rising for meat just just to package it. Um, all that's all food, not just meat. But he was saying that chicken prices were getting really close to beef prices, and getting he was thinking that they were probably going to exceed beef prices. Which is insane. Yeah, I mean, chicken is the cheaper, cheaper route to go when when it comes to uh, meat, right? Yeah. So, whether or not um, there's foul play, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was totally intended. Just... No, that that was a, a perfect, <laughs> perfect pun. Uh, um, whether or not there's some nefarious scheme to take down the food supply or if Biden isn't lying about this one thing and a lot of it really is to do with, with Russia or, you know, other factors, um, what do we, what do we do? How do we proceed? So we're going to start calling it the, uh, the Putin food shortages yeah the putin food shortages yeah. darn uh, him so 
uh, whether it's, you know, I'm not one to buy too much into conspiracy theories. I think it's awfully coincidental uh, that all of this is happening. This sort of thing happens a few times a year. Hmm. A few times a year is is okay. Um, it's a tragedy when it happens, but it's understandable. It's the cost mm-hmm. of doing business. Um, I, I think there's an awful lot of, uh, a lot more incidents that are happening. So um, what can we do? I... I tend to not focus so much on the conspiracy theory side of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was a boy scout uh, when I was younger. And so I just kind of uh, live by a mantra of of be prepared. It's one of the Mm -hmm. part of the motto. Um, So I just like to, to prepare myself for a range of different uh, scenarios. Okay. Um, and also as a conservative I think that it's a great idea to depend on the government as little as possible and mm-hmm. these food shortages I mean it, I, I think that it creates an excellent opportunity for the government to swoop in and help somebody that is desperate and the government mm-hmm. doesn't do anything for free so what are they going to ask for in return to, to put food on your family's table? Yeah. So uh, my, my recommendation uh, to my friends, my family, your listeners um, is just kind of stockpile. I'm not talking about stockpiling up for the zombie apocalypse and I'm not suggesting to, uh, I'm not suggesting to go buy all the toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> if you did, that's okay. I've got plenty. Um, but just kind of think of like different situations that work for you and your family. My family, I've got uh, a first grader. I've got uh, an infant. I need to make sure that those kids are taken care of. I plan accordingly. I, uh, I actually have uh, a supply of food that can last us for quite a while, if need be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way I don't have to rely on it and I don't have to break the bank because I've purchased food for the past few years uh, that would get us through for a good extended period of time. Um, so that's my recommendation. How much food do you think is good to have on hand? And what kind of types of food do you think it's good to have on hand? Uh, so how much food is dependent? I'm a good eater. I am a hearty eater. Uh, <laughs> my, my son, who is six, not so much. Um, I think that it just depends on the family and how long uh, is really dependent upon how far into it you want to go. Can, you can store, you can safely store uh, a 50 pound bag of rice for a year, as long as you keep bugs out of it. You can also store uh, hard boiled eggs for up to 20 years if done properly. Whoa. Which sounds insane. I've actually eaten two year old eggs before. Um, so 
it just depends on how far people want to get into it. I'm not talking about uh, devoting an entire bedroom to your clothes, or I mean, to your uh, to your food supply. Um, but I just think the less we have to depend on the government, the better off yeah. we would be as a society. You know, I I actually have a big family, a big extended family, not just my wife and my two kids, but I, I do have a big extended family. I like mm-hmm. to stockpile up and make sure that I can take care of my own. I, I don't want to see my kids hungry, and I don't want to see my kids' grandparents hungry. Right. Yeah, I, I've got a little bit, got a little bit going for, for Christmas. Um, my husband got me a couple big racks for our base because we have an unfinished basement, so there's a lot of space down there. But um, so a couple couple big racks, and I've been kind of filling them. Every time I go to the store, I get a little bit extra. I'm not spending hundred dollars extra, but just here and there, I'm grabbing a little bit extra beans and rice and canned things and. Things I use anyway, just extra of those things. Right. So you, you want to just get extra of what you currently use. Um, if you wanted to get into a, a, a larger supply of food, I'm, again, I'm not talking 20 years down the road. I'm just talking uh, enough food to last you a year. Then go ahead and splurge a little bit now while the prices are lower mm. and then just rotate that food. So you don't have to worry about storing it for 20 or 25 years. Just clearly label the food and store it and then go back to it in six months. Just, Mm. you know, if you got a five pound Mm -hmm. bag of rice, switch it out. Get another five five pound bag of rice, switch it out. Um, My family is uh, Italian, so pasta is a main staple in my household so uh we have tomato sauce we have tomato paste whole peeled tomatoes diced tomatoes spaghetti sauce Hmm. Um, but you know in the future you don't want to have to eat bland food so a lot of people will take to storing um spices and herbs and and plants grow a garden in your home everybody can go to home depot and and pick up uh like a, a some equipment to build a raised garden bed in your backyard almost everybody has room for that um, mm-hmm. grow your own food and a small garden isn't going to be enough for a lot of people but it it helps every little bit helps right now in my opinion right some of it too is just building the skills, having them. There's definitely a skill set to uh, to food food preparation. I just heard a, a, a crash from downstairs in my house, so we should probably wrap up the recording. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but um, yes. So one more time for our listeners, what was your handle so they can go follow you on the Twitters. Yeah, absolutely. Real quick, I just want to say that there are are plenty of people that are much more knowledgeable than myself when it comes to food preparation. So just D 
do the research, figure out what works for your family. And I, I recommend everybody stock up, even if it's just a little bit. Um, and then my handle is uh, the real AZ Matt. Wonderful. Retweet, retweet, retweet. Yes, there's a lot of resources out there for prepping, for gardening, for all of these things. But um, thank you so much, Matt, for coming on and talking about these things. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye.